here in Australia, we've been really lucky to have maintained a fairly normal way of life during the pandemic, or what we call COVID normal. Health authorities have managed to contain the virus with snap lockdowns, contact tracing, and of course, hotel quarantine. All international arrivals, except those traveling from New Zealand, must spend 14 days in a hotel at their own expense to ensure they are COVID free before being allowed into the community. Hello, I'm Kate Creedon and welcome back to Nursing Down Under. Now, two weeks in a hotel may sound like a nice break to some, but from what I've heard, it's no walk in the park. So let's hear from someone who knows firsthand. With me is registered nurse, Amy Whitley, who has just moved over from Dublin. Hello, Amy. Hey, Kate, how are you? Very well, thank you. So welcome to Australia. Had you ever been before? No, I was never here before. Um, my brother kind of sold it to me. He lived here for a few years outside of Sydney, so he really sold it and obviously his boat was coming home. Yeah. <laughs> and, and how are you finding it? What's your first impression? Um, it's a different world completely to home. Everything going on at home, it's like it doesn't exist over here. And then you've got your beaches and so many different groups and clubs to join and just a completely different lifestyle. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where were you living and working prior to coming to Australia? So I was living up in Dublin um, and working in St Vincent's University Hospital. Um, I worked on the acute surgical unit and in radiology as well there. Um, and I lived with uh, other nurses when I was up in Dublin. And what was that like during the pandemic? It was kind of scary at times. Um, I never had to work on a COVID ward, but I worked with COVID patients in radiology um, and I was still on the acute surgical unit when um, COVID uh, started. Now you've, I guess, arrived in the country quite recently. Was it hard to get yourself here during the pandemic? So I decided I was going to come over in November time and started researching and came across Alliance online. Um, to be fair, they'd done most of it for me. Jane and Aoife have been great. Um, they told me all the paperwork I needed to do step by step. And I was fully registered by January and re um, ready to go. Um, so the flight was the only thing then in February. And obviously you were aware of hotel quarantine. Did that kind of put you off or did you delay coming over be because you may have to spend the two weeks in quarantine. Honestly, no, it wasn't a question. I would pay anything <laughs> to be here right now. Um, but luckily, Alliance does have incentives to come over at the moment. So it's, um, I think, 30 hours in the first eight weeks and then the same for the next eight weeks, so 16 weeks in total of work. Um, and they'll reimburse you the full cost. What about, yeah, that on the cost, I guess, it is quite expensive, isn't it? About, is it $3,000 per? $3,000, yes. Um, and I got the bill pretty much straight away. So they're not hanging around. Um, but yeah, you pay it out of your own um, money first and then they'll reimburse you after the eight or 16 weeks, whichever amount of hours you do. Is that, do you think, putting people off? I mean, it is, it is a huge expense, plus the flights over. I think people are more afraid of the quarantine than the actual expense. I think if people um, do have the $3,000, um, which is about €1,600 for me, um, they will pay it. I have heard of people paying up on €9,000 for flights over here. So the quarantine fee isn't isn't the issue. I don't think it's the it's the flights to get here. And tell us, what was it like traveling during a pandemic? Pretty pretty different to, to normal, right? 
I was spoiled, to be honest, it'll be hard to ever do it again. Um, I had four seats in the middle on my own. I actually couldn't see anyone on my flight as far as the eye could see. Oh, wow. Um, so I was able to sleep the whole way from London. Stop. It's like being in first class. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so you've arrived here in Australia. What happened from there? So we signed our customs documents on the plane, got off. Everything was electronic, grabbed our bags and it was straight on to a bus. Um, the army and the police were there ready for us and they took our bags onto the bus and he just sat on the bus and it was there was a few Aussies on our bus and they were trying to guess what part of the city we were going to and then we got off we, we actually had to wait on the bus for about 10 minutes when we got there and um, the police came on and they did they went through a few um, bits of information with us and we've had to fill out a few more forms and go inside and check in. So the check-in was done with the police and then we were taken up to our rooms by the army. So you didn't know where you were going or how, how does it work? I had no idea. It was a complete guessing game. It was quite funny actually listening to the Aussies trying to find out if it was a good hotel, good part of the city, if we were going to have some views or balconies. <laughs> um, so no idea at all. It was a completely guessing game. And then I was trying to Google reviews when I got to the hotel. What's it like? And were you were you happy with where you where you were, or you know, was it one of the good hotels? Well, I had I have no complaints really. From what I saw getting off the bus, it's such a multicultural kind of amount of people getting off the bus that you have to understand the food they're serving in the hotel is to cater for a lot of different people. So I think they've done a quite good job. I had a massive window to lie in front of, um, and. The bed was comfy, so I was sorted for <laughs> two weeks. So talk us through hotel quarantine. I mean, how did you spend your days? What was it like? At the start, I had a really strict to-do list. Um, I had really good um, things I wanted to do, and then it slowly just kind of faded away. <laughs> what, you start off trying to you know, structure your day, and then it just like yeah. watching movies yeah, <laughs> towards so the had, end. I had loads of courses to do with Alliance, and I listed them off and broke them up down to every day of what I was going to do, <laughs> um, which Netflix series I want to watch. <laughs> what things I'm going to learn about, the exercise, like I'm going to do yoga this day. Um, and I, I, just, I had so many things I wanted to do. And to be honest, I didn't do half of them. <laughs> so you, can you go out and exercise during that time? You can't, but uh, you can rent bikes and different things to come into your room. There's loads of different companies doing that now where you can rent equipment and bring them into your room for the two weeks to occupy yourself get a bit of exercise in and um, so I think it's a really good idea for you do get a bit bored I don't know if bored's the word you're just like a caged animal and your brain just goes to mush so I think it'd be a good idea to get a bike or get something to keep yourself going and so they literally just close the door and that's it for two weeks close the door you don't get a key card and um, you do have to open the door for say your temperature checks your swabs and for your three meals a day but there's someone outside the car door you can see them at all times security guard and um, so you're very closely watched how is it kind of like the closest experience you know you think to to being in prison almost with knowing that there's someone on the someone Def someone out there all the time yeah definitely it's 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 close to prison but it's it's a luxury, luxury. <laughs> prison definitely um 
So what about food? I mean, uh, can you, you know, they obviously deliver the three meals a day, but say, you know, you wanted something else. So you feel like changing it up a little bit. What options are available to you? So my hotel um, had room service which was great. I could call down between certain hours to get smoothies, juices, coffee. Okay, so nothing like prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that was an exaggeration. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, and there was snacks. So if you get hungry between your meals as well, you could call down for um, chips or whatever you wanted. And then you, you Uber Eats, Deliveroo, um, you've got you've got loads of options to be honest you never you're never going to go hungry and the food I, I actually can't complain about the food it was good it was definitely um not what I saw on some of the Facebook quarantine hotel pages that scared me before I came over a bit and um what about the COVID test so you you mentioned you, you do have to open the door I mean when did the, when do those happen so it was day two and day I think it was day 12 and we actually had to get one when we came out of quarantine. So there was an incident, I think, in January or so where someone came out of quarantine, tested positive after doing the 14 days. So recently they have brought in that you do a test as well. I think it's day 17 or day 18. They're not really strict on which day um, you go to. There's loads of testing centres here. You go into them, get tested. It's free. You just say you're a healthcare professional and um, they get it back to you really quickly. Um, and what happens, I don't know if you have any friends or colleagues that have moved over, you know, if you do get a positive result. Um, positive results, you're stuck there for another 14 days from from that date you turn positive. positive. Um, so there is that risk. So I would say be careful before you come out. Don't go mad because you think you're getting out of the country. You could get caught and become back positive on day it's either day two or day 14 so you're either going to do an extra six or extra two days or an extra 14 days and they'll keep you in the same room just for the additional time until you get a negative result so i think you're brought off to a health quarantine facility which is another hotel but it's for positive people or people with health conditions i had a friend who came over who was epileptic and um, you to kind of declare any health issues you might have. And she was brought straight to that facility. Um, those facilities are really nice. Um, they've got balconies and, and some extra perks. Okay. So it's definitely worth it. <laughs> well, you mentioned getting the, a bicycle or some sort of exercise equipment, but is there anything else you can do to try and you know, improve those 14 days in quarantine or make it easier on yourself? I think definitely pack a few self-care bits, a few face masks and that sort of thing. I had a bath, which I was oh, wow. delighted about. So I brought loads of bubble baths. Um, so just things that like you love doing. I brought loads of books. I love reading. Um, you're going to have your courses to do from Alliance, Netflix. I actually couldn't watch any more Netflix towards the end. I had watched so much. Um, <laughs> and I was actually quite high up, so... I had loads of views off the CBD, which was great. It was nice. You'd spend some time looking down and going, seeing what normal life yeah. is like outside of that. Um, so day 14, that came around. What was that like, you know, on, on day 14 when you finally get a taste of freedom? It was great because my flight came in at about 8 a.m. That meant I could leave the hotel quarantine facility at uh, any time after 6 before 10. Um, so woke straight up straight out of the hotel it was great but um I actually left my hotel room 
and the security guard asked me for my name and my hotel number and he was like you're not on the list to leave today I was like what <laughs> um but this sort of having a joke <laughs> yeah, yeah. he wasn't even having a joke <laughs> oh that's awful yeah so he got in his earpiece and he sorted it out for me but I did get to leave thank god <laughs> and so what happens from there so you just walk out they let you just walk out the front door and and you're on your own or it's really strange because you feel like you're so supportive for 14 days and next thing you're just this little dot in a big city um yeah you just you go downstairs say your name to the police officer at the door and off you go see it and so for you what do you know how you've now been here in sydney for how long i think it's about seven weeks now and have you how have you settled in how are you and how are you enjoying it it's great um it's hard to think about going home at the moment because it, it's just such an improvement um everything has gotten better lifestyle work um and it's been very easy to make friends over here there's so many groups and everyone's willing to make friends so it's it's been great and uh you've obviously found some accommodation where where are you living what sort of area do you think um you know or is it is it similar to other health professionals like yourself where whereabouts have you based yourself I base myself in Bondi Junction <laughs> um I kind of want like to- everyone else coming yes. from yeah yeah um, near the beach near the beach but easy to get to the city so with agency nursing definitely want to have good transport around me because i don't have a car so we have the train station there lots of buses and um, close to the beach there's everything around you there and have you started work i have started work so i'm working now i think four weeks maybe and so I've actually got a line. Alliance have been great. They've given me um, a block booking with um, a day surgery unit at the moment. So it's nice to have a little bit of routine um, while I'm getting to know all the different areas I'll be going to, even the different types of documentation, different protocols over here. So it's great to have a little bit off our routine. And how does it compare to work back home? It's very organised here, to say the least. Um, the staffing is great. I had to laugh. The first um, shift I started on here, I worked with four other Irish nurses. So I felt really at home from my first shift um, having them here. So it, it's it's kind of just a lot better organised um, and there's more people around you to support you and help you along. So it's not so hard to jump from facility to facility because you there's loads of people to ask questions and support you along your shift. And what do your friends and family back home think of your your life here? What are you what are you telling them back home? I think from my Instagram <laughs> stories, um, to say the least, they're living through me a little bit at the moment. So I do um, hope things get better for them. I'm cautious putting up stuff because I know things aren't mm. great at home at the moment. But of course, yeah. And your colleagues, do you think there is a, a lot of um, you know of your co-workers back home that were all so interested in moving out my instagram dms have been hopping since <laughs> i got here everyone going what's it like yeah yeah so everyone's asking what's the process how do i get over there healthcare professional or not um everyone's asking that question so i think neither people know there's a way to get here at the moment there'll be a lot more people coming over and I think the government will accept, keep accepting a lot more healthcare staff, especially because they've no backpackers or nurses coming over. So I think it'll continue to to be like this, where they'll keep bringing healthcare staff over. And having been through the experience of travelling during during a pandemic, uh, going through hotel quarantine, is it something that you would do again? 
actually funny you asked this because um, I was with one of my friends last week who also did quarantine. She finished the week after me. And I turned to her and I said, you know what? I wouldn't mind another week in that hotel room. <laughs> and she turned to me and she goes, you know what? I thought it was the only one that uh, thought that. Um, so it's actually not as bad as you think. It's the only two weeks of your life probably that you'll never have to do anything. You just get to do what you want for two weeks and chill out to the max. Is there anything you can do actually during those two weeks where you're, do you prepare, prepare yourself for, for life in Australia? Like, is there anything you need to sort out? Definitely. So Aoife was great. She sent over a big list of stuff I could do um, in quarantine. So that went from setting up my super, my um, tax number, um, SIM cards, banks you've all your basic stuff you have to set up and most of them have adapted so that you can do that in quarantine you can collect it on the outside you can get general post posted to your hotel as well so um i got my sim card um delivered directly to the hotel so i was sorted before i left for most things and i can imagine all that admin sort of uses up a lot of time as well it takes up a lot of time definitely so it's the best time really to do that and you're you're all prepared for when you leave the hotel and what are your plans from here on in? I mean, do you have any idea of how long you may stay for? I've no definite date, but I'm going to say it will be a few years anyway from what I've seen so far. Um, I am looking at, I, I'm not fully set on Sydney. I'm loving it here. But Brisbane is also an option. Um, and definitely want to do a lot of travelling while I'm here. Um, New Zealand, um, Indonesia. Oh, there's so much to see in Australia as well still. And and I guess now that there's the travel bubble, you could you could potentially be off to New Zealand and, and see part of part of the world there. I was the first person on Skyscanner, and then I had to stop myself. I was like, I still haven't seen any of Australia. Calm down. <laughs> Do you get much downtime with with the kind of hours you're doing? So uh, at the moment I'm doing four days a week, half six till half four. So you do have your evenings uh, to yourself, which is lovely. I'm so used to working the 12 hours at home. Um, at the weekend, I can't say you get a lot of downtime because there's just so much to do. I cannot sit in the house. <laughs> and then the nights out, I'm trying to make up for the last year of not going out. <laughs> and have you made friends easily? I mean, you, you didn't travel over with anyone and, you know, have you have you met people here? So I travelled over alone. Um, one great group um, has been a county down under. Um, she hosts loads of events every week. Um, I'm actually going to the races tomorrow with them. And there's something on every week for every kind of person and everyone there is looking to meet someone. Um, then also I met one of my friends in quarantine. There's a Facebook page, Nurses Down Under, I think it is. Um, and she put up a message to seeing if anyone was looking for a housemate and I just messaged her and we've been glued at the hip here since <laughs> um, and then you just meet random people and you meet more people through those people and it's a little network you just grow really easily here. Well, Amy, we're so happy to have you here in Australia. Welcome. And thank you for taking the time to chat and sharing your experience of hotel quarantine. Thank you. To start your journey down under, say hello to the team at Health Solutions Group Australia by visiting www.hsga.com.au. We hope to see you here in Australia very soon.